Okay, welcome back to Young Hearts Run Free, our podcast that we were doing around about the virtual West Highland Way race. Um, Stephen and I promised we would come back with the runners that we've mentioned throughout the podcasts, um, runners that are based roughly around about Octorada area. So with us tonight, we have Sandra, Angela, Frank and Jamie. But I'm going to pass you over to Stephen, who will do a wee bit more of an introduction. Stephen. Thanks, John. Yeah, um, as John says, we've um, been luckily joined by four um, virtual West Island Way participants um, who we know quite well, but you don't know well at all until tonight. We hope that you'll get to know them a wee bit better and a little bit about their experiences over the last week and a half or so. Um, so what we're going to do is a bit of a Q&A. Um, the guys have um, have not got a script, so... They don't know what's coming, mostly, other than a little heads up as to what to expect. What we will do is try and go around everybody in a rotational way to get everybody to get their view across. And John, John, you're on mute. I don't think so, am I? John's been having some sound difficulties tonight and um, been showing his true colours to these people, so... Um, Are you using me as your stool pigeon? A wee bit. Hi. Good. It's okay. Um, Yeah, so we're just going to kick off our first question, right? And Sandra, you can hear me. Hi. We want you to tell us, over your nine and a half day experience of running the Virtual West Island Way, what was your favourite moment? Well, I had lots of favourite moments because I had my 20-year-old son running with me on three or four occasions. So for me, that was that was the ultimate for me. My 20-year-old son wouldn't have normally come out and run with me, um, but he's doing the five-star 75 run at a lockdown challenge as well. So, so that, for me, that was just, that was great. That was the best thing to have my 20-year-old son with me. Awesome. That would, that would be fantastic um does he normally run he's only really just started running when when we went into lockdown because he couldn't get to the gym couldn't get get playing football couldn't get with his mates so he was stuck for me that's ace and he's doing the 75 miles and run 75 miles in june which is a a a local challenge around Mm -hmm. about running either 50, 75 or 100 miles yeah. during the month of June. So, brilliant. And is he well he's on course? He's wishing he'd done the 100 miles now. He so. should just bail out and do the 100. He can always just great. add that bit on. Aye. Or he could borrow well, some miles off his mum. I'm saying he can always <laughs> yeah. just add that on. But what a great thing to do in lockdown, though, um, to do that and also to go running with your mum as well. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brilliant. Frank. What about yourself? Your favourite moment? I think. Uh, I think oh, you can't say running with me. Sorry. Right. I, I, I that one uh, well, right. that, go for it. I was going to include that, Stephen. Ah, balls. Saturday <laughs> uh, uh, was special. Uh, I'd saved a long run uh, for Saturday, and as you know, it was my birthday as well, and. Uh, with the uh, relaxing of uh, lockdown uh, further, um, I was able to run with uh, 
two other people on Saturday, and I don't think I'll ever take group runs for granted again after this. Uh, so that was pretty pretty special. Uh, and uh, when I returned home, my family had a, a virtual finish line at Fort William waiting for me where I ran through a happy birthday tape into the driveway playing music and it was given a lovely memento as well. That's brilliant. You're going to have to expand on the memento. What was the memento? Um, my eldest daughter is very artistic and um, she decided to make something and she found a broken piece of slate in the garden. Uh, and um, if you held it a certain way, it looked like a hill. And she knew I'd been doing a lot of hill running to get the vert for um, this challenge. Um, so she used paints and um, she created a bit of texture to make it look like a mountain um, with uh, snow. Uh, and then she drew a perfect West Highland Way Ultra emblem in the middle of it. And then she wrote at the bottom, hashtag Virtual West Highland Way Ultra 2020. How awesome so I've got all that? these fancy medals hanging up, but that is the best <laughs> by a mile. That's awesome. Brilliant. I know. Brilliant. John will be getting all emotional again. I am getting emotional. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, I did watch Frank's video. I watched the video of you coming up the hill um, into your driveway. Um, but no, that's a lovely thing to do. It's such a personal thing on your birthday too. Brilliant. And to get that from your daughter, that is wonderful. Really like that. He was going at some lick up that drive as Certainly well. Certainly was, I. Certainly was. I'll be phoning my daughter tonight to say... <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm interrupting you, Stephen. On you go. That's okay. No, thanks, Frank. I I can just um, add one thing. I ran with Frank for a little bit on Saturday, um, along with, with with Jamie, and when we were running along up Clone Glen, um, there was quite a special moment when a, a sparrowhawk um, was um, able to grab a, another type of bird out of the air. And we watched it all happen, didn't we? <laughs> Frank's a bit of a twitcher. Is that the right term, Frank? A twitcher? Ah. <laughs> yes. All right, aye. I'm, I've no, I've no arsed it. That term is correct, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's so he was able this to is, tell us all about it. This is turning into National Geographic here. It was, not. It was just quite a, a moment in time. Type of things you see when you're out on the hills and trails. I think you didn't get to see that when you're running down um, the high street or whatever. So there you go. Well, hope that wasn't Jamie's high moment and you just stole it from him. <laughs> no, either. Apologies in advance, Jamie. He's thinking of something else uh, equally as spectacular, I'm sure. I just say that the Sparrowhawk moment, uh, the, the, I think the funniest thing about that was me and you, Stephen, were just running along as Frank said he'd heard it. Before he saw it, I, I wouldn't even know what type to listen for. And Frank hears a sparrowhawk pull another bird out of the sky. <laughs> that was probably the most random thing about it. Totally tuned in to the environment. In touch with nature, Frank. Thanks, Frank. Um, Angie, do you want to tell us about your favourite moment? Yeah, I mean, I had a couple, to be honest. Um, just to give you guys an insight, um, I kind of thought that I was just going to wing this challenge and do like nine, ten mile runs and just get on with it and that. And then I remember having a, 
a conversation on the Saturday night after the challenge started with Fiona and Stephen. And they had suggested uh, a route for me to do on Sunday, which would take me to checkpoint one, which was a 17 and a half mile run up um, Simpleside, which I'd never done before, and up Craig Rossi, which that took me to checkpoint one. And it was after that run that I did on the Sunday that I believed that I could do not only the miles, but the elevation. And I kind of got into the swing of it and I got a bit of a bug for what the West Highland Way encapsulated. But for me, having finished on the Sunday, which was the race day finish, I ran with my five-star active coach, Fiona, who saw me home with a few rips of Kinpok in the torrential rain and wind, which was a stark contrast to <laughs> the weather the day before with, you know, shorts and shades. Although we did have our t-shirts on, which was good keep us cool but yeah finishing on that third to be honest we could have finished with two but no in Fiona style we finished with three I did an extra five miles and thousand foot of vert just for good measure and I can't tell you I felt like I floated down that hill stopped at the bottom for a selfie and then got in the car to get warm that was the high point that felt amazing perfect and you mentioned three local hills there Simple side, <laughs> Craig Rossi and Kinpoch. Yeah. To our um, global listeners, that they, they, that wouldn't mean very much, but these are um, are, are hills that are quite close to all our hearts now. So, yep. good shout outs for them. Cheers, Angie. And last in the pecking order here, Jamie. Yes. Favorite moment of the week. Go. I know. Yeah. Am I going nice? Nah, my favorite moments of the week. I've. Uh... I've probably got two favourite moments actually, uh, both contrasting, starting and finishing. I think uh, I covered it in your first podcast when you were saying about the uh, bit of a spring in the step on the first run. I, I kind of feel in lockdown, the runs have been a wee bit aimless at times. It's just been, I've not been running for any purpose. I've just been going out for a run. And I think, I don't know why, it was just the first run. It was just something about that race day feeling, you know, that sort of nervousness and getting out. And that's the run that I did uh, on the route that I did was probably the fastest that I've done that route and that was not my intention at all. I think it was just that that wee spring in the step that uh aye, yeah. aye, just feeling feeling a bit of purpose again in my running, which was good. So and then the uh the other moment I seen was the finishing. Uh, contrasting that, I was kinda burst by the last day. I was ready for it to be finished. And uh, me and Frank and obviously yourself Stephen at, at first we did our out and back. Um, to a place called Castle Campbell near Dollar. And I just remember when we turned from Castle Campbell, it was a bit of a hill. Once we got up that first hill, it felt like we were on the home street. It felt like we were heading, you know, the, the, the hard work had been done. There was a bit of a buzz about that. And I think, you know, it's like that last stretch of a race, that the emotions start kicking in. And yeah, it was just feeling part of something wider. So they were definitely the start, start and finish. Brilliant. And I think I touched on it in a podcast as well just around about that feeling of being in a race even though it's a virtual race was still there you know and, and getting a feeling a wee bit emotional or a little bit um you know like i've accomplished something um it's still quite powerful yeah definitely and i think there are four fantastic examples of high high moments and to be honest just to come back to you jamie if you're no burst after 95 miles you're no the sum is no right you know what i mean <laughs> um in that in that space of time and also before you did the verticals that correct 
I did about twelve and a half thousand, not quite the fourteen seven, whatever it was. That's Angie done extra. That'll be fine. Aye, Angie, Angie, Angie done some for you. Today something to me, Angela. Uh, yeah, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So let's flip that. That was your high moments. Were there any? Were there any low moments for you? And if there was, what did you what did you do about it? So Jamie, let's start with you this time. Uh, low moments. I think the Thursday Friday was a particular low moment. I uh, I was on a shift worker. I was on shift for most of the most of the run, uh, most of the week, and uh, also I have a young family as well. So I think kind of the life the life struggles kind of took over. We're trying to get the time to get out for a run, and um, and I was also as you've said in the vertical as well. I think I was. I'd, I wouldn't say I avoid hills, but I wouldn't say I go looking for hills. As on this challenge, it was totally different. So just feeling the different aches and pains. And I remember working the Thursday, Friday, starting to get real pains in the legs. And I actually sent a text to Frank on the Friday saying, you know, the legs are in bits, don't know how we're going to do tomorrow. And I think Frank sent back a pretty pretty one-liner of, you know, we're getting this done. And that was that. And, you know, I think that's that's what I needed, just this sort of, uh, aye, get on with it, we're doing it. You know, um, so that definitely got me through it, like... Good, good, good stuff. That's tough love there, Frank. Ah, you've sometimes got to dish that out a wee bit. That's it. Yeah, it works. But you've also obviously reaped the rewards of that as well, Jamie. So, well done, Frank. Um, Sandra, any low moments for you? Uh, only one, only one. And it was the Thursday morning. I hadn't slept well on the Wednesday night. I don't know why. I just didn't sleep good on the Wednesday night. Waitened up, shattered on the Thursday. And I'm thinking, it was bizarre because on the Wednesday I thought, okay, I've only got 30 miles to do. That's all I've got left to do. And I wakened up on the Thursday thinking, shit, it's still 30 miles. That 30 miles felt like so far. It just, and I thought, oh, how am I going to, on the Wednesday it didn't seem far, which is the the odd thing. But anyway... I thought, how am I going to get 30 miles in? But anyway, I, I, I turned it round and thought, well, I've done 65. Phoned a friend and I met her that evening in Dunning, took a different run, totally different run. It was relaxed. We had a good laugh and banged out eight miles and thought, OK. And, and, and I felt great after that. And that was it. That was my only, only low moment that I had. Yeah. Do, do you think, was it just that number, that th- that 30? Yeah, it hit yeah. me like a slap in the face. I don't know what, what that was, whether it was because I hadn't slept well and I was tired mm-hmm. or or what. But on the Wednesday, I was thinking, oh, that's great. I've only got 30 to do. And then the next day, it was totally different. Oh, my God, I've got 30 still to do. That 30 just seemed so, it, it felt like 60. Yeah, but, but then going out and doing that eight yeah. makes it, Yeah. Yeah. And a big low on Friday. Uh, 
I had to squeeze a, a run in at lunchtime. And um, it was my favourite route, um, the chilli. I tried to keep to some favourite routes and um, ended up uh, walking up the hill, which I haven't done before. And that uh, started to play in my mind that my legs, I had doms in the legs and they weren't working and I couldn't get up the hill and started to doubt that maybe I'd left too many miles for the Saturday. But I think the fact that uh, I knew I was going out on an accompanied run um, with Stephen and Jamie got me through it, but I had some some serious doubts on, on Friday that I could do any more miles. And what did you do about that? I, I, I think it was the fact that I knew he was going out with Stephen. Dealt him man up. <laughs> no, I had to take my own advice. Um, yeah, there was there was there was an element of of, of that as well. Uh, I, I give myself a shake uh, and think, well, you've got tired legs. You're going to feel tired. Have tired legs at the end of a, an endurance run, uh, and and really just just go on with it. And the fact that um, I was running uh, with other people. Um, just give me that kind of inspiration to get on and, and finish it. Good. And I think sometimes in the back, this is obviously after sight, but the fact that you know you're going to be running with Stephen and Jamie on the Saturday, you may be giving yourself permission as well to be a wee bit, take a wee bit of a rest that day before too. Who knows what's happening inside your brain? You know, so maybe it's a case of resting a wee bit as well, but. Well done in turning that round. Well done. Angela. Yeah, so for me, after the, the big miles that I did on the Sunday, I had noticed that quite a few people on social media that were doing the challenge had all planned rest days because it was a smaller mileage checkpoint to the Thursday. And, you know, after doing the big checkpoint, everybody was saying, oh, yeah, it's an easy day or it's a rest day. And I, I had a... I started to feel the fatigue, but I thought in my mind, I thought, I'm just going to keep going because if I have a rest day, I'm just going to, you know, I'll be burst and I just won't continue. So I just kept it going. But then by the Wednesday, and I, again, I spoke to Fiona and Stephen and they said, well, you know, you're on track with your mileage. Just have that rest day and you'll feel so much better for doing it. So I think it was the Wednesday I had a rest day because I think on the Tuesday I did a double run day for extra miles. And um, having did. that day, oh, yeah, that. even just that one day, just to, I mean, even though you still felt the fatigue, I think it's sometimes it's your mind needs mm -hmm. to rest as well, because you're constantly thinking about your miles and planning out what you're doing. So I think mentally, even not just physically, I needed just to rest. So that was a, a bit of a low for me to just, because I wasn't going to take any rest days. I thought, I'm just going to keep going and just get it done. But I definitely needed that day. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and, the, and the, day, the day's rest benefited you? It definitely did. Yeah. My legs felt so strong. I don't know if it was all in my mind. that I thought because I'd rested and had a day with no exercise or running, I felt so strong and fresh and ready to go again and enjoyed. You know, it wasn't a chore so much as it had been. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I totally get that. I, I ran every day and I, I, I found it a, a struggle. You know what the key is, though? Then you look at social media. That's the key. <laughs> then you worry about anybody else. However, I'm, I'm the world's worst maybe for doing that, for looking at that. But um, yeah, you can put undue pressure on yourself by doing that, I think. You know. Yeah. Stephen, do you want to lead in with the next question? 
Okay, thanks for that, Angie. Next question. We want you to tell us a wee bit about what or who inspired you over the last week and a half, or even inspired you to do this type of event in the first place. Frank? I've been aware of uh, West Highland Way Ultra um, and always thought that I couldn't get my head around um, doing 95 miles within 36 hours, I think it is, uh, and just wrote it off. And then when you um, kindly shared with me that it was virtual and had nine and a half days to do it, I thought, this is my time to, I can do this. Um, so, um, yeah, and then um, other people signed up and um, uh, I think the fact there was a, a team of us and we had a WhatsApp chat group and um, uh, just the, the, the chat and seeing the runs everyone was doing and getting the encouragement from club mates and family, um, it was it was all inspirational. And um, yeah, it kept, kept me going through it. Brilliant. Good support network. Okay, thanks, Frank. <coughs> Sandra, what about yourself? Where did you get well, um, everyone in this group pretty much inspired me. Everyone bar John. I didn't know John before tonight. So <laughs> oh, <not>. Yes! <laughs> so, um, yeah. And like like you say, Frank, watching everyone on Strava, do you know the runs? The comments that were put on my runs kept me, honest to goodness, I would go read them over and over again and think, if I ever doubted myself, these comments made me, I can't do this, I can do it. That They really spurred me on, really spurred me on. So, so yeah, just basically everyone around me that was doing it inspired me. Brilliant. I, I, I do agree with you about the, the Strava comments and stuff that are really powerful and, and really keep you going. And yeah. I remember feeling, feeling down about myself. What I used to do was go and read my eBay feedback as a seller and that would now I can just go and read my Strava virtual race and that'll cheer me up in the end what an antidote that is so no I agree thanks Sandra I um, can relate to that definitely um, Angie what about yourself yeah so again uh, similar to what Frank said that on the the basis of it being a virtual challenge over nine and a half days I thought it was almost within, you know, the reach of me being able to do it, like my capabilities. I thought, you know, other than the elevation, I thought, yeah, I could definitely bang out that type of mileage. That That's okay. And the sense of achievement as well, because of, you know, 2020 being the year that everything cancelled, I felt it might be quite an apt thing to do, that it might be the only one or, you know, the first time they ever did this type of event I thought it would be kind of cool and also when there was a lot going on you know work-wise and things I just needed a distraction I needed to just get out and just run all the day and be inspired by everybody else that was running it as well and definitely agree with everyone on the Strava comments I cried my eyes out every night reading what everybody would say it made me feel like superwoman I thought I can do this this is so good and yeah I've got this you know even if I didn't believe it before I definitely did every night reading the comments so definitely inspired by all the teammates just 
I, I think I could cry looking at everybody else's Strava runs every day that they did them. And it actually made you want to put your trainers on and get out if you hadn't been out first. <laughs> get out and like, let's share these miles and feel like a team. It was quite an amazing thing, quite powerful. I loved it. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks for that. Jamie, inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think when I signed, started off, I signed up for it. I thought of it very much as a solo thing. I didn't really think of a sort of wider event or the fact that other folk were doing it. I'm not on social media. Stephen, you know my views on social media, but I'm not on any form of social media, really. So I, I don't know. I wasn't really getting the buzz of the wider feeling. But I was to have I just, yeah, even that took a while to get on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, as, soon as, I, as soon as I started going with it, I think the realising that was part of the sort of wider community, I think it's already been touched on. The Strava comment, I and mean, even my shortest runs were getting, you know, folk were putting on really, really sort of uh, quite powerful stuff. And also the, the WhatsApp group and just feeling that was kind of part of something, something wider. And uh, I have to say as well, this this podcast, actually, I think I gave, uh, I said to you, Stephen, that I was doing, I think Angie mentioned it earlier, Kim Park, which is, is probably the worst local hill in terms of elevation. And I was doing two reps of it. And I still had 15 minutes left on one of your podcasts, so I thought I'll go and do a third rep. So I definitely kept going, just just to know that as part of something much wider. You hear that, John? I'm emotional now, man. <laughs> no, that's right. Our podcast fueled Jamie to do another rep of Kin Park. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, Our impact is just rippling around the world. It's awesome. Look, so I, you know what, though? It's lovely. When you sorry, go, John. I was just gonna say, can I just say, though, I've got a bit of feedback about the podcast. There's only it's probably I listen to a lot of podcasts at the moment, and there's only one time that I have uh, audibly swore, and it was something that you said, John, that made me audibly swear in the, the Oakle Hills. I was uh, I'm, I was doing the vert and I had it in my head that it was fourteen thousand on nose, and when you said it was fourteen seven sixty, I think I let out a, 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 a very large shout of bastards in the Oakle Hills. To, <laughs> Out, so. You can't beat swearing in the house. Oh, so that was I you. <laughs> I think. Well, Stephen had the same reaction. I think when yeah. uh, when we were talking about it, you yeah. know. But I tell you that what you've all been saying there is is inspirational, and I think I've just got to echo that the Strava support that everybody gave each other. I was reading them, and I'm. I'm not ashamed to say it either, Angie. I was getting teary-eyed at reading it. It's just brilliant. And I think it's a great community you've got in Octorada, Blackford, and wherever you all live. And it's just awesome. You can't, you can't put a price on that, how that's going to get you at the door the next morning or, or the next day and, and go and do the hills. And as, I love the fact that um, Jamie ran up what he described as the worst hill uh, a third time just to listen to the last 15 minutes. That's absolutely brilliant. Awesome. Listen to the last 15 minutes of us havering fish. <laughs> I tell you, that, what you've just described is inspirational. I, I feel inspired by that. So thank you very much for that. Okay. What next? What are you going to do next? Let's start with you, Angela. God, I don't think I thought about that question. <laughs> Um, definitely going to do another ultra soon because mm-hmm. I want to continue keeping my miles up because I was chatting to Fiona on one of the reps of Kinpok telling her how strong I've been feeling how 
it feels amazing to you know run up something like Johnny Matthews or clone even without stopping that that just feels so good for something like me who I quite like to stop take the odd selfie catch my breath and then get on a bit but you know when you've just got to get out and get it done and you don't need to stop and it's not because it gets any easier you just get stronger so I feel so strong just now I want to continue the miles something long distance a bit similar to what we've just done so I've got my eyes open for something in the future so watch this space okay brilliant it's good you're feeling strong and there's a great sense of achievement when you can run up a hill that you used to stop and walk a wee bit isn't it brilliant brilliant frank what's next for you uh i am um, there's still a i think there's a slim chance uh, the glen line ultra yeah. might be on the first of august um obviously needs to uh, comply with uh, uh, the government um rules uh, about mass gatherings but um that's a possibility and lara grew also has been um postponed till end of september okay so they're they're, they're possibilities but i think having achieved something big on my birthday and next year's a, a big birthday then i think perhaps um i maybe need to go bigger <laughs> oh, watch that, this space that is a watch this space isn't it <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. And I must say, at the time of recording, both of these races you've mentioned are still on the calendar, uh, Glen Lyon and Delary Grew. So, yeah, brilliant. Jamie, what's next for you? Uh, I think for the first time in five years, I've not got anything signed up for, obviously, given the current situation and everything being cancelled. So I've kind of got short, short-term and long-term goals. The short-term goals out... I have to say, I was a bit of a sceptic about virtual runs. I think uh, I've never signed up for anything like this before. But given the current situation, I mean, as I say, I think the last week for me, the last nine days for me, has been magic in terms of feeling part of something much wider. So I'd like to do maybe another virtual run or two or event this year. And then long term, I'd uh, signed up for the Highland Fling, um, which would have been my longest distance by a good 20 odd miles or or so. So I think, yeah, so I think I've got that still in the back of my mind for April. I'm still keen to, keen to try and get that one. It's, it's the one that got away, so it's weak. Yeah, and the, the fling for this year, can you just transfer it to next year? Is that how they're doing that? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. yeah. So uh, whether I get it off work or not, it'll be a different story. But yeah, certainly uh, it's, it's the one I've got my eye on. And to be honest, I, I have to say, I don't know. I've spent, my mind's gone up and down this week in terms of uh, how uh, major respect to yourself for doing the 95 miles in a one I don't know how it's possible, but equally I've kind of gone up and down and thought I'd love to do something like that, um, you know, so I don't know, I don't know, maybe that's long, long, long term plans, but uh, I, as I say, major respect for doing it, because doing it in nine days was tough enough, let alone doing it in a one Cool, yeah. Seeds, seeds have been planted. Brilliant, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Okay, and Sandra? Um, <laughs> I can't believe this. My friends, who I was supposed to be doing the Highland Fling this year as well, with a couple of friends, um, Ross and Sandy. So obviously it's been cancelled. Ross and Sandy did the virtual um, West Highland Way as well. And they messaged me on last night, the night before, and said, have you seen this? The Great Glen Ultra. Angela, are you listening? Virtual Great Glen Ultra. A great Glen Ultra, and it starts on Sunday the 5th of July. 72 miles, um, 
over seven days, but you've got to do it within 22 hours. So that seed's been that seed's been planted. I'm like, I can't believe I'm reading this and actually considering this. So I haven't made up my mind, but, but I that's I'm, I'm, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like you have, Sandra. It looks like you have made your mind. So that's it. There you go. And that, that takes you, and that takes you from Fort William to virtual Inverness, doesn't it? Is that it's, what it is? I don't. Yeah. 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 yeah it takes so, you to Inverness. So, so where so you where it, you finished last weekend is where you start this one and continue oh, up to Inverness. So yeah. it's natural succession. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> you know, no, no, was brilliant. It's not. This it's, it hasn't turned anybody off. It's sort of whetted the appetite for more, which is definitely. brilliant. Definitely, I'm yeah. like you, Angela. As the week's gone on, it's bizarre. You think you you definitely get tired, but you definitely feel stronger. Yeah. And like you say, whether that's just mentally, you you feel stronger. You feel like well, I feel like I can tackle anything now. Yeah. Now that I've done that. Brilliant. Well, thank you all Good very day. much for that. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, I think we're going to go to some quick fire questions, Stephen. Yeah, quick, quick fire round. Yeah. <laughs> now, as you appear on my screen, I've got Sandra, Angie, Frank, Jamie. So I'm going to just come to you in that order. Okay. Say it again. Sandra, Angie, Frank, Jamie. Perfect, right? One word. I'll maybe give you two words. Answers, okay? So first question, Sandra. What trainers did you wear? Oh, God. Brooks Ghost. Brooks Ghosts. Angie. No, was it? Uh, Brooks Ghost 12s. She's looking a wee bit of math. No, GTS 20. I don't know what they are. Brooks something. Brooks something. Right. We're just, getting, we're just getting a shout out to our sponsors here. You understand? <laughs> send us some free trainers. Angie, trainers. New Balance 1080 V10s. There we go. Frank. Innovate Trail Rock G280s. Nice shoe. I like those. Innovate. Jamie. Same Innovate Trail Rocks that I bust in the last one. Ah, bust a pair of trainers. Perfect. That is Brilliant. Put them to um, their um, resting place, and, and that's a, a good final outing for them. <laughs> Next question. What was your run reward on Sunday? Oh, red wine. Red wine. Mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> you got me with John. Quite right. Uh, Angie. Champagne. Champagne. Jane, <laughs> <laughs> you get a bit of you get a bit. You get a better class of runner out in the Ockles, eh? Uh, yeah, I'll leave it. We'll see you next, eh, Frank? <laughs> a pale ale in the bathtub. Oh, brilliant. Jamie? Pizza and chocolate milk. Sound like a five-year-old. All them red wine, champagne, pale. <laughs> that would be, that would be tick all my boxes. Because Jamie, Jamie's is the perfect recovery food, isn't it? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Next one's a biggie. Right. West Island Way race, the real thing. Yes or no? Oh. oh. 
Will you hold me to it? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Angie. I don't know that I would manage in the time limit, but yes, I could be talked into it. <laughs> Frank. More than one word, but I think it might be held on the same weekend as my birthday. <laughs> Looking for the big birthday event. Oh. Possibly. Jamie. Aye. Aye. <laughs> I'm the to do that dance. We've got a full house. <laughs> Jamie says, aye. Says the boy who at the start of this year was doubting if he could run 53 miles. Now he's up for running 95. And he's not even done the 53 yet. Brilliant. Brilliant. I love it. And then last question. We've actually touched on this a few times during our chat there. But virtual races, yes or no? Would you recommend them, Sandra? Yes. Yes, definitely. Angie? Yeah. It's a bit of a loaded question, isn't it? <laughs> Frank? Definitely. And Jamie, the sceptic? At the moment, yeah. At the moment. Let <laughs> me go in there, Jamie, but... <laughs> At this precise time, it's it's it give it's given you a focus that I know that you needed and has helped you. So yeah, superb, awesome. And I think all I've got to say is a fantastic, well done to every single one of you doing completing a challenge that nobody really even thought about at the start of lockdown. You know, but and who knows? This may be a one-off. This might never happen again. So to have taken part in it and completed yeah. it is absolutely phenomenal. So um, you, should, you should all be, and I'm sure you are, very, very proud um, of, of, of what you've achieved. Um, it's that sense. And I think what comes from me as well is that sense of ultra community. You've definitely got that um, where you are. So, yeah, it's brilliant. Well done. And I'm really excited. And I, if I can... I'll support every single one of you when you do the West Highland Way race. Aww. For real. Brilliant. I'll just love you. Your <laughs> ah, you better hide your sausage rolls and your pork pies, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Purloin them out of anywhere. <laughs> I know from personal experience. <laughs> okay, I think that brings us to the um, end of our chat thank you very much everybody for um for, for catching up that's been brilliant for me just to um touch touch base with you as well as well and get a wee bit of insight from from you guys because i know that we've spoken a lot on whatsapp over the last week but it's been good just to ha have a lot of a um a team catch up as well so that's been great for me john you got anything else no, I just I would just say it's been brilliant. I've kept an eye on everybody throughout the course of the nine point five days. Um chart progress. And what I would honestly say, you spoke you spoke about maybe some low points, but I was from what I was from my viewpoint, it was never in doubt that any of you was not going to finish it. You're all running really strong, running together. Um it was absolutely brilliant. And to be running up and down the hills, Jamie said, you know, you know, I love our hills. I am anti-hills, right? So to see what you guys are putting in, and it, it, well, not anti-hills, but they're not, I'm not their biggest fan. But I remember Steve and I spoke during the week, and Steve was saying at one point he was absolutely knackered. But the amount of 
vertical you guys are putting in was phenomenal. You would never do that in a, a normal nine, ten day period. You would never do that. No, so to have achieved what you've achieved is brilliant. I can't I can't say any more than that. And it's been lovely speaking to you tonight as well. So thank you very much. Thank you. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Well that sees us to the end of our virtual West Island Way catch up. Um want to say a big thank you to the guys who have participated if you want to say a big communal bye-bye to the um, masses of um, listeners out there, <laughs> you'll to do so now okay, bye guys bye, bye. bye. See you bye. Later. bye.